There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John, and joining me on Fridays are Tommy and Dan Rudo. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Happy Friday. <clears throat> Happy Friday. Good to see you. It is Friday Y Day, and what we do on Fridays is we talk about vision, the vision of our church, the mission of our church. So we have been saying for a really long time, if you lose your why, you will lose your way. And that is especially true in 2020. And so we've been devoting our Friday conversations to that. So to those of you that are watching this live on, on Facebook, so glad you guys are, are hanging out with us. Most of you will check, check this out a little bit later on YouTube or on the podcast. So we are thrilled that you guys are uh, joining us on Fridays. Um, it's easy right now, um, if, if you're not careful, to become totally disconnected from your church. And um, if you become totally disconnected from your church, that is totally your fault uh, because we are trying to go above and beyond to help you not feel disconnected because that is like one of the worst feelings, right? To be disconnected from, from your, your church family. And so we're trying to do everything we can. We have been since the end of March to help you feel really connected to what's going on at mission because it matters. It matters a ton. And so uh, Friday, 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 uh, is in, in part uh, for that purpose. So we we got some some wins to share, and then we got some some upcoming news to talk about. Something that's going to be happening here in a couple of weeks. So, Dan, Tommy, what are some wins? Where is God at work in our church right now? Yeah, I got a win. I'll share. Uh, and to our listeners, if you've been following along with some of these Friday Y days, this is almost this is actually an update. Mm. It's an update from a previous win. And um. So talking about, you're talking about connection, staying connected, John, there's a couple in the partner course right now. So they're circling up, they're connected on the growth track in the partner course. And we've been doing, right, one church, three venues at the building, online, and in watch parties. And they're in the partner course, and they're going, well, we live in a condo complex, we could do a watch party right here in Itasca. And so they talked to the board of their, of their con, uh, condominium association, and they said, uh, so religious services can only happen in your condo. And they were like, okay, no big deal. And so uh, this past weekend, they had five different families, all of whom don't attend any church, come and experience a watch party with them in their condo in Itasca. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Woo! That is a win above all wins, but hang on. It gets sweeter. It gets sweeter. I love, I love this couple. And so at the end of it, you know, they were talking about like kind of what stood out and they said, here, here's the plan. We know we're all busy. Uh, we just finished um, standing strong, right? A series in the book of Philippians. They went, what would you guys say about us just going back to week one and we'll get together every two weeks. We'll watch week one, then we'll watch week two. And then we can watch John, your Monday live at eight, just a little bit yeah. extra behind the scenes bonus footage of Philippians. And we'll just talk about it. And all five families were like, love it. Let's give it a go. And so that is a huge, huge win. Love the creativity oh and the simplicity of it. Boom. That's amazing. Wow. 
I don't know how to top that. Um, not that I need yeah, to. We got, we I'm going to try. You got a match. Even, yeah, yeah. I won't even try. So, yeah. So, my neighbors who are awesome, they've been doing watch parties since day one. Never been here to the building doing watch parties. They host it. We go next door. I bring the laptop. And um, so, we were over uh, Wednesday night doing alpha in the backyard. And another neighbor, they they came up, a neighbor who's just disconnected and, and really in a time of need. And so we shared a need that we knew about. And my neighbors are like, oh, we'll like write them a note, drop it in their mailbox and invite them over to our watch party. And so right in front of my very eyes are these neighbors who have backed up to one another for 20 years. And they just had this immediate missional reaction to that opportunity. And so hopefully next week I'm reporting that those neighbors came and the weather was mm. great and all that stuff. So so good awesome stuff there and then we put up for the third week in a row three weeks in a row another dot on the wall decade of dots the dots on the wall represent missional communities wow. dan you want to share about who yeah. that was yeah that. hey ground was taken in bartlett and so we've got a dot in bartlett the fittix and their crew i posted a picture of it on social media there's a core of like nine or ten of them and uh they specific their missional community is in bartlett uh specifically specifically is focused specifically is focused it's mouthful on uh, helping couples find and follow Christ through strategic hospitality events. And so they're, oh, a, they're that, a tremendously- that's just That sounds like a really good way of saying, we're gonna throw some epic parties that's and it. people with the love. They're I, like, like, I like where your head's at. Yeah. I like where your head's at. They're like, Brilliant. well, we're kind of all friends finding and following Christ. So what if we just had some really fun parties, did some game nights, things like that, and had couples come over and we helped them encounter the love of Jesus. It sounds like someone else we read of in the Gospels that, um, you know, maximize parties. Yep. For the sake of reaching some some people. It's true. I don't know. That'll never work. I don't think that'll work. <laughs> we start we start living, you know, lives that look a little more like Jesus. I'm not, I don't know. We're getting, hey, we're getting carried away, folks. <laughs> it sounds yeah, fun. Slow it down. Fun. Pump the brakes. It, it does not count if it's fun. So only, it does not, that sounds too fun. It, there's no way that counts. That is so encouraging. Yeah, it's awesome. Love it. It was great. The decade of dots. I mean, you know, our dream, we, we said this to our church is that, you know, by 2030, that there will be a thousand dots on that wall that represent missional communities that are on the move. They're on mission with friends, being the church, just not at the church. And what's so cool that I know the three of us celebrate is the variety. Yep. We just love the variety, the, all the different kinds of missional communities that are starting to sprout up. It's starting to happen. We got to stay laser focused. We got 10 years uh, to keep, just really keep focused on this. That, that is just yeah. so, so encouraging. And, and in a crazy way, like as, as difficult and disruptive as 2020 has been, when we made that declaration, a thousand dots, decade of dots back in January, in a weird way, all that's happened in our world in, yeah. in the new forms of our church, it's probably going to help us in the long run What our, how our church has responded in the way that we've been decentralized, both gathered and scattered. So wouldn't have drawn it up this way, No, which means it's probably better. <laughs> so yeah, God's way. So this is awesome. Man, amazing. Hey, a lot going on at Mission uh so this sunday aubrey sampson is teaching she's one of our faves amazing author and speaker and she speaks at mission a couple times a year we love her and her husband kevin dear friends of ours uh we actually help plant their church that they lead 
called Renewal Church. Gosh, five years ago, I think they're celebrating their fifth. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. I think it's five. Yeah. yeah, I think they just did. So she's going she's gonna to be on the mic this weekend, and uh, that's going to be awesome. The next weekend after that, we're celebrating something. It's a special Sunday. What are we doing, guys? Get it out. Here it is. Ba-da-da, Here it is. Ba-da-da. I mean, look, look how fun these are. And some people are wondering, they're like, what is? what are we finishing? A little something that we've been doing for the past couple of years called Never the Same. Same. Never the Same. That's right. And it is a monumental two-year stretch of radical faith and generosity that we have been on. Families in this church have given, have put it on the line, have stepped out in faith. And we were going to have our celebration in at the end of March and, you know, a little something called COVID-19 happened. So we, we uh, hit pause. And so in two weeks, a week from this Sunday, I'm asking, uh, do not miss this online at the building in watch parties. Do not miss our never the same celebration. We're going to celebrate. It's going to be epic. I would say this, Hey, if you're hosting watch parties, have some fun with this, um, here at the building, we're going to have cupcakes with little checkered flags in them. Maybe you guys could do that at watch parties, even take it, uh, another, uh, you know, take it to the next level. Maybe you come up with something even way more fun than that. If so, send me the pictures. I'd love to celebrate how we are all celebrating this monumental completion of this two-year generosity journey called Never the Same. So that's going to be happening. Do not miss it. Um, We're really, really excited to celebrate that. Uh, What we're doing uh, today is we're wrapping up our our conversation we've had for the past four weeks. Today is week five on the book Flesh. Hugh Halter, a friend of ours. Yeah, we've known Hugh for a long time. We love Hugh. Yeah, if you're watching this and you're a planter, stay tuned because I'm having a conversation with Hugh next week just around missional community stuff and some of the oh, stuff cool. that we're talking about. So stay tuned. You'll hear, you'll hear some, uh, some words from him. That's right. him. Tell, tell him I said, hello. Love I will. Um, we've been, we've been friends for a long time and he wrote this book flesh that we, uh, we've just found so helpful. Uh, our church, we have three values to, to gather, grow and go. And, and that third value of going missionally, uh, man, this book flesh is, is really, really a helpful resource in that. Uh, or think about our, our mission statement, helping people find and follow Christ. And the way we like to say it is, hey, on the other side of the cross, once you have found Christ, is a slingshot to launch you to live uh, like Jesus, to join Jesus on the renewal of all things, to go on mission. And flesh is such a great resource to help uh, help us understand what that might look like. So we've been working through that book. Today's the fifth discussion on it. And today we're talking about transformation. So we've been on a journey. It started with uh, incarnation and then from incarnation went to reputation. Yeah. Reputation. reputation. And then conversation confrontation was last week. And then we're wrapping it up today with, with transformation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, if you're really like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is the part transformation this is where we get in all the gold all the nuggets he he wrote this book and just just to show you uh this is the section on predictable transformation this is everything else that's good man i think that just kind of shows you like uh your and my role in this is uh important but disproportionate compared to the the work of the holy spirit so In reading this, uh, it's helped me to think through kind of transformation happens in three spheres. It happens in you, for them, and with others. And so that has been some some helpful stuff for me. And we can chat through that if you'd like. 
Yeah. Like let's, let's tease that out a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. first uh, transformation. So this is the ongoing becoming looking like Jesus, right? John, you just mentioned saved and sent. So you come to a moment where you're like, I am transformed by the good news of Jesus. I surrender my life to him. I repent. I receive. I'm filled with the spirit transformation. And then there's ongoing transformation of becoming more like him as the spirit works in you. And what Hugh says in this, which I've certainly experienced it to be true, this going on mission we're often like, oh, it's service projects for them. But this first thing is transformation in you. Mm. And I have found when I'm on mission, I don't, I don't want to like technically break it down. He says it's about 2% for them and 98% for you. So I'll just, I'll just go with that. But I've experienced that to be true. Yeah. The ongoing transformation in me is some of the gold, the majority of the gold of being on mission. Yeah, I mean, when we talk to folks that go on like a short-term missions trip, which are, which are great. Like that's really catalytic for your faith. Uh, I recommend that I endorse that I've done a ton of those, especially like in my twenties, um, early thirties, those were really catalytic for my faith. And, you know, you, when you talk to someone that comes back from a, you know, short-term trip like that, they will tell you the most amount of transformation that took place wasn't necessarily for, for the folks they were serving. It was in their own life. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, we really endorse a short-term mission trip. We endorse even more a life of mission trips in your neighborhood, in your workplace yeah. where you hang out. Yeah. And, and what you will find is the same thing that, that you've experienced if you've been on a short-term mission trip is the transformation. Man, it, it is, as you said, I mean, it's 98%, you know, for us, in us. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, do, I honestly have nothing to add to that. Nailed it. Okay. Thank you, Tommy. So, thank you, yeah, Tommy. Thank you. Very helpful. He, he, maybe you've got something for this one. So we talked about transformation uh, it, in you, but it is for them too. And what I've, yeah. um, and, and oftentimes when we're thinking about living a missional life and we've talked through in previous episodes, like this conversation and confrontation, um, I have found the most effective way. And I've seen Tommy, you do this because we've been in the same missional community. It is much more significant for them when you and I share what Jesus is doing in us, yeah. not what we think Jesus should be doing in them. Right. <laughs> and so that, that is, that kind of leads like the for them is just sharing what God is doing in us. Not, well, here's what it should look like for you. Let me help you. Yeah. Um, it's way more attractive when you're like, God is showing me real time yeah. how to really um, go through this season with my wife, Grace, who's feeling certain things. And man, he's just been giving me loads of peace in, in the middle of moments where I can and maybe should be freaking out. That's, a, that's very different of going, wow, God's giving me peace in this moment. Then, well, you should have peace. Maybe let me help you get peace. Here's three books on how you should read peace. And they're, they're like, I'm anxious because I'm doing something wrong. So it's better <laughs> to share what Jesus is doing in you than what he should be doing in them at any yeah. moment. That's good. And, you know, I Tommy, think a couple... Got- you got something? Yeah. Can you, make a, got, can you make a meaningful contribution to the show today? Well, I don't want to just say something just to say something. Um, no, I, I think it's that. helpful. I think it's helpful to know as you're investing in people's lives. And if you kind of work these steps, it's helpful to know what transformation looks like. And I can tell you this from experience. It's never going to be, Hey, they're never going to walk up to you and be like, Hey, I'm a sinner. I feel like I'm being saved right now. Can you help? Like, they're just not going to come out and say that. <laughs> but um, 
things that they might say. I mean, I think if you if you see them do things you've never seen and you hear them say things they've never said, that counts. That's, That's transformation. That's good. And so just all you got to do is be there for those things and encourage those things. You know, it could look like um, if they tell you something about their past that they've never told you before, if they, if there's this moment of vulnerability, um, they might have massive marital problems, but they just might share this like one little window into that, that is transformation. And that goes mm. back to the last week's step. They're being confronted by the Holy spirit without you having to say a word and just you listening. And now over time, like transformation is slowly happening. So don't look, don't look for this big earth shattering thing not that those moments don't happen just look for them to kind of like crack the door a little bit mm -hmm. or open the window a little bit into their world and watch for things that you've never seen before small things mm -hmm. and listen for things you've never heard say before and i won't give specifics but we witnessed this even this week and some people close in our lives and we went home we're like that was a little different than yeah. before you know mm -hmm. and i was like I chalk that up as, as transformation. So that's really good. And if you're wondering, like, Thanks, how do Dan. I know? How do I know? <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Yeah. I thought. Oh, go ahead. I mean, we should end. Um, if you're wondering, like, how do I know where God might be moving to Tommy as you were describing that? I kind of like to say, like, if they spot it, they got it. Ah. And so if they're like, hey, you know, I, or if they share something, right, they're going on in their marriage, or they call out something that they appreciate, like, hey, you're really good people, go right there, go, oh, if they just spotted it, they got it, or at least they have a desire for it. Yeah. And so there's yeah. an invitation for you to go, okay, there's something that they value. And I could ask them, tell me why that's important to you, or you can follow up a question later on at the next run in. So yeah. if they spot it, they got it, or they long for it. So we got transformation in, you. in us. Yeah. Yeah, in, in, in us, for others, and the third component was... Yeah, for them and then with others. Yeah, with others. And this has to do with uh, the wins we've been sharing, Yeah. Um, right? Watch parties, people are doing it with others. Uh, missional communities are a sent group of people on mission. And so with others, this is why uh, our first step for so many folks that come to mission is like, get on a team. Like mm -hmm. get on a team. This is why yes. our growth track is in yeah. circles. This is why we send missional communities, cores of people to go because transformation happens in you for them, but with others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really every single thing at our church is team led. Yep. I mean, it just is. There's not like one person running this thing. I mean, it's just, it's with others. And uh, we really believe that's, um, there's just such a gift in that. Uh, and, and I, and I want to talk just for a second to the the folks that feel so isolated mm. right now. And I, I think there's a, a decent percentage of, of you guys and in, in that, that is so hard. You know, we, um, we want to acknowledge, I mean, we do this on Wednesdays with Brian Silver, like acknowledge the suck, you know, acknowledge uh, the, the difficulty. And for those that are feeling isolated because you are isolated, I want to lovingly challenge you and pastor you towards uh, not being as isolated as you are choosing to be right now. There's got to be, there's got to be one friend. There's got to be another couple or two other couples that in, you can even keep it on zoom if you have to. I mean, if you're in that place um, uh, but I just want us to really think about this and make sure that we're not being um in a really damaging way to our soul, isolated. A lot of people are. 
Um, and there are ways you know, uh, for us to, I, I feel like, really be wise about that, uh, especially especially in these days. Yeah. Uh, anything to anything to finish us up before we wave the checkered flag? Yeah. The only other thing I think to cap for me, the thing that sticks out to me to cap all five of these things, just living the way of Jesus, you can come up with, and I have come up with every excuse under the sun not to do that. For me, I'll just give one. I'm an introvert. By nature, I actually don't like most people <laughs> and being with them. Just me being honest. And this is the really important part. That part of me was crucified with Christ. And wow. it is now Christ living in me. So wow. I don't actually get to have that say. And so whatever the excuse is for you, that is a part of your um, human nature that is impeding you from living a life on mission, mm. proximate to people, building a reputation, all the things we've talked about. If you're in Christ, that part of you has been crucified with Christ. Good, and man. so I really wow. hate that Jesus is at the wheel thing, but that's just the first thing that came to mind. He, he's running your life. He's leading your life through your Holy through the Holy Spirit. And so let those things be crucified um, and let him live your life. So that was just kind of my final thought on the it's whole so thing. Good. Because I, I, I have to I love that. that every day. That's something I have to surrender every day is, it's, is that. It's a, it's a real, I mean, when I text you to like want to do something that involves other people, it's, it's usually uh, crickets on the other side of the text for a few it days. It takes me 24 hours to say yes. Yeah, but, but the other day, though, you, you said yes to a social hangout, also known as playing golf with me. Yeah. You did it Including very a person I didn't know, which I was like, I know. Oh, it could be really Whoa. taxing. That's <laughs> like it. Dan, I didn't even tell you about this. He responded with, within the hour. Wow. With a yes. Wow. With a yes. Yeah. So that's surprising. Tommy responds to me in like minutes. Well, it depends what you're asking. That surprised me. You're a social <laughs> gathering. You're a better hang. You're a better I'm hang. Kidding. I get it. I get it. Not true. Oh, but uh, it's okay. All of life, you That's know, really we've been good, saying Tommy. this. We've been saying this, and then then we'll we'll uh, wrap this up. Uh, all of life is discipleship. Yeah. All of life is discipleship. All of life is discipleship. And every single thing going on right now in your life is an opportunity to grow as a disciple of Jesus. And so. Uh, all of life is discipleship. That's that phrase. I don't know who said it or where I read it, um, but it's been so helpful for me, you know, in the moments where um, I'd rather do what John wants to do. Hmm. All of life is discipleship. I'm going to join Jesus and, and really live out what we've been talking about for the past five weeks. So that's all we have for today. Here we are. We're hitting the finish line Friday. Why day? I love this. This feels like pardon the interruption. What a great show. We love you guys. We will see you this weekend at one of our venues online at the building or in watch parties. Love you guys. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping. <laughs>